you're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and I'm your host, Trisha Shinko. I am your emotional wellness coach. My main focus is helping improve mental health by helping you understand it. Understanding your own mental health can really be the difference between getting stuck in a destructive emotional cycle or getting through it. Understanding how it all works will help you become emotionally strong, along with improving your confidence. I can help you if you are in a transition period in your life and struggling mentally, or if you're feeling stuck and finding it hard to navigate through life and just looking for clarity, or if you just want to find purpose in your life. Change is inevitable and is the only constant thing in life. Isn't it time for you to surrender who you were so that you can focus on who you want to be? I'm here to support you and hold space for you to change into that new you. If you want to find out more, you can visit www.innerbuddha.ca and click on the Awakening Life Coaching tab at the top of the page. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and this is episode 42. Today's episode, we're going to look at how well you deal with change and also how you internalize that change into your body. We look at how to communicate with your body in order to process any emotions that you may be facing at this time so that it becomes more easier and more effective and a permanent way to process it all out. So let's get right to it. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been quite the crazy week, (laughs) to say the least, I think, for everybody, really. I think we're going into, what, three weeks now of isolation and people are, you know, kind of settling in, I find, to how much change is going on. Um, actually, right now, I saw this post on Facebook that um, kind of listed out all the different changes and it it's a long list. Um and this is something that people are posting just so that they never forget. And it's kind of daunting if you look at it, but okay, get ready for it. I'm going to go through some of it. I had to cut it back because it was so long, but okay. So the changes that we've faced so far are the schools are canceled indefinitely. That's crazy. Physical distancing measures are on the rise. We got tape on floors and grocery stores and a limited number of people even allowed in the stores, Right. There's non-essential stores and businesses are mandated to close. We have parks, trails, entire cities are just locked up, which is crazy, right? And then, of course, there's entire sports seasons are canceled. There's concerts and tours, festivals, entertainment events all canceled, weddings, celebrations, holiday gatherings canceled, right? There's no gatherings. It started to be 50 or more people than 20 or more. Now it's only five or more people allowed to kind of get together, right? That's crazy. And hold on, there's some more. So there's obviously there's, there's a rule not to socialize with anyone outside of your home. There's panic right now because everyone's buying up all the toilet paper, disinfectant wipes and supplies. There's no paper towel, no laundry soap, no hand sanitizer. The shelves are bare. 
The most inspiring change I saw was the manufacturers and distilleries are actually shifting their business and switching up their lines to make visors and masks and hand sanitizers, which is really awesome. I've, I, I'm so inspired by that change. But then there's also government closures, the border to non-essential travels, um, all calls to all Canadians and, um, you know, U.S., citizens to come home and self-isolate for 14 days once you do and then there's fines going to be established if you're breaking these rules right and then there's barely anyone in the streets everyone's wearing masks and gloves and essential workers are terrified to go out right I mean after reading this list I it and again that's not even the whole list I mean that's just some of the changes that there were, but there was just, there were so many, I had to cut it back. But um, how does that make you feel? Right? Like, reading, listening to that, like, that's a lot of change all at once. And dealing with change sometimes doesn't come easy to people, right? And it, we don't have a choice. It's mandated, right? It's like, whoa, what happened? Like, if you were in a coma, and you woke up right now, what would it be like? I just, you know what I mean? Like, it's a whole new world that we're dealing with right now. And obviously, different people deal with change in different ways, you know, and to some, change can be scary, if you haven't done it in a while, right? It can be weird. Change can be uncomfortable. And then change can also feel unnatural, too, if it's forced, right? So this got me curious. And I I started kind of looking into my own self and I'm noticing how I'm internalizing change. So I want to know, how are you noticing you're handling this change? Have you been doing things differently now? I mean, obviously, you're kind of forced to, right? But um, the most important thing I've found is to really pay attention to how you're internalizing this change right now in your body. Because a lot of the times you may not even realize it, but you know, you could be process un- you could be storing your fear or your worry or your heavy emotions in your body. And then when you store these emotions in your body, they then arise into bigger issues, right? So I've come up with a couple checks for you to do to make sure that you're dealing with this change in the best possible way. So one is constantly check in on yourself. Check your jaw to see if there's any tension there. Are your teeth clenched? If it is, you know, when you do notice it, let it go. I'm not saying you have to do it all the time, but just whenever you notice it, right? Start paying attention to your body because when you're internalizing things, you might be doing more harm than good, right? So we have to learn how to, instead of internalizing it, is we have to learn how to process it, right? And then, of course, another check would be to, um, how are you holding your neck and your shoulders? You know, it are you kind of scrunched in and tensed up? Or are you loose and sitting up and straight and, you know, feeling good? So, you know, kind of just check in with your body. And then also check in with your mind, too. And that's an important thing, too, is Check in and see what are the stories that you've been telling yourself, that you've been reading, that you've been paying attention to on the news, right? 
You're really just getting centered and grounded in your body and start focusing more on your breath. You know, are you holding your breath at all? And if you are, make sure when you notice these things, you know, don't beat yourself up if you miss it. But, you know, if once you notice it, take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth and stop watching so much of the news. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. I mean, watch, obviously watch enough news to be informed, but then shut it off, right? Once you get the basics of the day, whatever the new day is, shut it off, get watch something else, throw a Netflix, you know, find a weird thing on YouTube or something, you know, just get distracted and, or, you know, go and meditate or journal or do something that's going to be more productive instead of harmful, right? That's just what my suggestion is. But right now we're going through a change, it, you know, that's unprecedented because nobody knows, has ever had to deal with something like this before you know and if if you haven't done haven't dealt with change in a while it again like i said it can be scary so the biggest thing is you know because we're in isolation is reaching out to others it can really help with race you know calming your racing thoughts and you know just checking in with them more than you usually do will give you that reassurance that a that they're giving, sorry, you're giving them the reinsurance that they're loved and you're doing something kind and caring for somebody else. So that fulfills your heart too, right? So it's kind of like a a win-win, right? And when you're helping others, it really does come back to you tenfold. It can only help, right? So really, I want to know, like, how are you adjusting to this new way of living? It's an incredible time right now in humanity, I find. And this is the only time where you can actually stay at home and do nothing and feel like you're actually helping out your community, right? (laughs) You're actually doing something good, which you don't have to feel guilty for. So bonus, right? And then the biggest thing here is just acceptance. Really, acceptance is the secret of getting through any change. Because if you notice any resistance to accepting fully what situation you're in, you're going to also be experiencing more. It's going to just make it more harder for you to go through the change, right? So when when you do notice resistance coming up, I encourage you to become curious about that resistance. And, you know, where do you notice it in your body? Where is this resistance showing up for you? Your body can tell you a lot that you may not know consciously, right? It's more your body, you can communicate with your body in subconscious ways. And it stores more information than you may even know. I learned this through, there's this really amazing book called The Emotion Code. And it really helps process these trapped emotions that we have inside of us because every ailment that we hold in our body is a trap is stemmed from a trapped emotion you may not know it but that's where it all starts and some emotions can just be trapped for so long that they just become normal right and we just these aches and pains in our body we just we're just used to it right and we don't do anything about it but now is the time to do it right 
So each part of our body holds different messages that the body's trying to communicate with us. There's a lot more going on in your body than just, you know, aches and pains. It's trying to communicate with you. So I have, I have this chart. I'm going to go through a couple of areas of the body um, and let you know what may be stuck there. So if you are feeling, for example, if you are feeling uh, tension and stiffness in your neck and your shoulders, this is where we, st- we, we store fear, right? So when you feel this tension in your shoulders and your neck, this is where you have repressed anger. So this is where we have bitterness. This is where we have our indecisiveness, our guilt, our blame. And then in our shoulders more, that was more in the neck, but in the shoulders, that's kind of where you have your anger and fear of life. And that's where you, your bitterness and, you know, that's where you feel that that feeling of, I just can't cope, right? That's kind of more in our back and our shoulders. And then if you have pains in the middle of your back, that's kind of where we store guilt, right? Right in the middle of our back. So from guilt, it could be from a resistance or worry, worry of failure, rage, anger, helplessness, you know, disappointment, being the victim, poor me, you know, that's kind of where it is. Fear of relationships, that's kind of all still stored in your back, right? And then your lower back, this is where we have our self-hate and abuse and guilt. That's kind of where we store it. This is all like really in your lower back and your hips is where we store our insecurity. So if you're feeling pain in your lower hips and your back, you know, check in your life and see what insecurities you're holding on to. Um, and then on the front of your body, so in your head, if you have headaches and, you know, you have tension pain or you have that pain between your eyes, it, this is where we hold, you know, the feelings of never being good enough or you're afraid to see something or you're afraid to learn a lesson, right? And then, you know, your mouth, that's where we hold a lot of our stubbornness and speaking up for yourself, you know, that's kind of where all that comes from. Um, and then in your chest, this is where we hold sadness, really. This is where the fear of death and loneliness comes from. We store, um, you know, the sad pity, deep grief, heartache, right? That's kind of where all that's stored. So if you're having chest issues or, you know, if you've had breathing issues, check in to see what you might have to release with that, right? And then in your lower abdomen, this is kind of where we store our childhood issues and as well as guilt, punishment, and rejection of self and others, right? Um, Also, there's lack of creativity that's stored in our abdominal area, right? Um, Anger, rage is all there too. So... You know, it, it, it's just basically 
every part of your body is trying to tell you something, right? And if you're open to listening to it, you, you can actually go through and process that and, you know, heal yourself permanently. So it's just really time to just listen up, right? And the only way to listen to your body is to shift your attention from the busy thoughts that you have in your head into your body and tune into it and actually communicate and ask yourself, you know, what do I need right now? So that's a great question to ask yourself at any point in time. That's how you can, you know, stabilize yourself and come back and center and be grounded. Because wherever you're feeling tension or pain, that is trying to tell you something, right? So if you have to go back and listen to this again, um, I would encourage you to do so and, you know, make a list of what I just went over because that can really shed some light on some questions that you may have had for a long time, right? So how do you do this? So how do you scan your body? So really doing a scan is just paying attention to any areas of tenderness, Anywhere you have tension or pain or uneasiness, right? Uh, you know, pay attention to where it is. And and then even ask yourself and think about, you know, how long has that pain been there? If you can't really remember, you know, how long it's been there, you can ask your body. You will intuitively get that answer. It, it'll come up like a memory of kind of when the tragic time or it'll you'll get a picture in your head or in your mind of you know when it was when it was implanted you could say right you'll kind of have that memory of when it happened just it's all about remembering right and then once you remember it then you can process it and you just you know you go at this point you may want to even journal about it or meditate on it to get that fully processed and just to ask yourself, am I ready to let this go? Am I ready to process this? And then you just do, right? And this is all comes out of the book that uh, the emotion code that it really walks you through exactly how to do it, what to do. And you know, it just the steps are all there. So if this is something that fascinates you, if, if, if this is something that's interesting to you, then I would highly encourage you to get it. It's the emotion code and it's really cool stuff. I don't know. I kind of geeked out about it. <laughs> so um, only because I, I'm all about energy and body talk, right? So when pain is in your life, I mean, sometimes it just becomes normal. But the fact of the matter is, is pain is not normal. It's actually a cry for help. So just treat it like that, right? And just know that, you know, it's this energy or emotion, it's not meant to stay in one place for too long. Because energy, it if it becomes stuck, it becomes stagnant and it can become poisonous. Because energy is meant to flow and it's meant to move and it's meant to expand, which is why body movement is really so important. And I, I per- personally know that <laughs> because I know when I don't do my yoga 
or Tai Chi or any kind of body movement for a couple of days, I feel it. I just feel crappy and just stuck and just blah, right? So you know it, you feel it. So the easiest thing is even if you go out for a walk for 10 minutes a day can really loosen up some of that stagnant standing energy and it's going to allow it to flow again. And so dealing with change, I mean, obviously it can be scary. It can be weird and you know, it can become less scary and weird when you're with a community of like-minded people who are in the same boat as you. So I have reopened my free Facebook group and the intention of the group is actually changed a little bit. I've shifted and changed it. Um, it's, it used to be find your inner Buddha, but it is now, I now changed it to the awakening journey. And this is really a place where I share all my tips and tricks about, you know, how to get through change in general. But now that we're in a time of global change and we're in it, this shift of consciousness, it's much easier when you're doing it with somebody, right? That somebody that's been there, that knows it and has been where you are and feeling what you're feeling, right? And really, I changed it to the awakening journey because... That's the journey that we're all on right now, whether you know it or not. We're all awakening to our own truths, to our own lives, to what's in our lives, waking up. It's almost like that near-death experience, and hopefully you don't have to get to that point to wake up. But some of us do have to get to that point, so that's what's happening right now on a global scale, right? We're leaving all of the old world stuff behind. I'm... And this is more like if you've ever heard the term 3D consciousness, we're switching to 5D consciousness, right? And I've kind of talked about this before, but 3D consciousness, it's all that low vibration energy. It's um, stuff like anxiety, sadness, guilt, shame, resentment, frustration, anger, you know, all that yucky stuff, right? So we're going, we're leaving all that behind. We have to, right now is the time to process all of that yucky stuff. And then we're going to have more room for all the good stuff, all high vibration stuff. So 5D is the high vibration, right? So we're moving into more joy, appreciation, feelings of empowerment, freedom, love, passion, enthusiasm, eagerness, happiness, positive expectations, hopefulness, all that is in the 5D, right? And that's where we're moving at. We're raising up our, our vibration. Blech, I can't say it, vibration. We're raising our consciousness, raising our vibration, raising our frequency because there's no more room for any of that other shit, right? It's now time to move into what, where we're meant to be, where we're, our natural predisposition is, really. So in end, really, it's just... It's time to let go and process everything that hasn't been working for us and start moving towards more things that do work for us, right? So if you're having problems with this, I do offer support and guidance on how to handle this change and how to manage your mental and emotional well-being from the inside out. And going through this pandemic right now, it's what we need, right? So if you need support, I'm here to help you at any time. Just feel free to reach out 
and I'm more than happy to help you through these tough times right now that you may be experiencing. And really, my job is literally to help you solve your mental and emotional problems. That's it, right? All you have to do is ask. So that's it for me. I just wanted to thank you so much for sharing uh, your time with me and hanging out with me today. And um, I just want to send you so much love and so much light. And I wish you all the best in this time of uncertainty. So you take care and I'll see you again on the next episode. Okay, much love. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can learn more about me and what I do by visiting my website at www.innerbuddha.ca. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at innerbuddhazen. I would love for you to leave any feedback you may have and feel free to leave a comment and review on this episode. So go ahead, don't be shy. Again, thank you so much for listening. Much love.